Peace and love. This is episode seven. I'm very grateful that you've listened this long. I'm truly grateful that I'm able to share my journey in order to help someone else. For you to know that there's more than just existing. There's more than just making it through. There's so much more for you. So let's go ahead and jump into it. I want to just touch on and speak about guilt and shame. We made it through. We did it. We are flourishing. We are thriving. What happens when we get thrown a curveball? When our expectations of others get shattered? When we don't hit the mark for ourselves? When our coattail gets pulled that maybe we're not as far along as we thought we are. Maybe we haven't healed as much as we thought we have. When something triggers us and we find ourselves slipping, or maybe we just flat out tripped and fell. What then? What then when you look around and you're in an uncomfortable, familiar place? When the tears are streaming, when fucked up when you've trusted someone and given and they're not who you thought or perceived or projected them to be when that friend or that relative just plows through your boundaries when you're tested and You slip, you go backwards instead of forward, or you just stand still. You make choices subconsciously and you're not present. What happens then? What happens when you're at the crossroads and you can go left or right, but you stand still and don't move? What then? It's easy when you're chugging along or you're at The starting point. What happens when you've made progress and you find yourself knocked backwards, falling backwards, slipping backwards? What then? It's time to talk about it. And let's really talk about the difference between conversations and statements. Some things, they need conversations. They need back and forth. They need perspective. They need introspective. They need processing. And other things just need definition. And that comes with a statement where there is no back and forth. You say what you need to say, and that's it. And that's the difference really between conversations and statements. Statements don't always need to be made to that person. You don't always need to have that sit down and get it off your chest and their face. Sometimes statements, you define it, you say it to yourself, and you move accordingly. You you make statements sometimes, not verbally. You can make them energetically. You can make them with actions where you just do different, move different, think different, and that's your statement. Where you don't 
have to have a conversation. You don't have to let it be known to anyone else. Sometimes you make a statement to yourself in the mirror or you make a statement to yourself through the tears that this is it. This is my boundary. I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to accept this again. I'm not going to speak this way to myself again. I'm not going to do this to this person again. I'm tired of it. That's a statement. And some things need conversations. I'm a mom. And my littles have no qualms with having conversations with me. And I've had to learn that my processing and their processing is different. We enter into conversations with an objective and our objective may not always be the objective of the other person or other people. And we need to be open to that. We need to be open that their processing time and their introspective time where they sit with it is not going to be our time. And conversations aren't always done nice and neat and tidy and we're going to talk on this day and it's going to be done. No, sometimes those conversations, you come back like I thought about it. I process it. This is now my perspective on it. This is where I'm at with it. And then you receive. This is where they're at with it. And you continue. Just like healing comes in layers, conversations happen in layers sometimes. And we need to be open to that. There are a lot of things that persist in the shadows and persist in the darkness because conversations are not had. No one speaks about it. And we need to start having those conversations. We need to be honest enough to have those conversations. I mean, we're all healing. We're all human. And I believe sometimes we project onto others things that are not theirs. Case in point, with the littles. Sometimes I project onto them where I think they should be and they're not there yet. And sometimes they project onto me what they feel my role is and that's not my role. And that's why we have conversations to see things from others' perspectives and to move accordingly because the relationship is important to us. So we have these conversations to maintain open, honest, thriving, healthy relationships. I don't have conversations with everybody. There are some things and some people I choose not to have a relationship with. I've set my boundaries. I've made a statement and I just move accordingly. We cannot expect more from others than we expect from ourselves. And I'm saying that to say when others slip, we expect perfection. 
And that's just not the way it is. I've had to learn that people that I love in my life are human too. And they mess up too. And I have a choice in whether I'm going to stick around. There are some people that they choose not to do the work. And I choose not to be around. And then there's others who... I see the growth. I see the overall growth. And when they slip, I'm there to support them. I'm there to encourage them. And I'm that way with myself. There are times that I have not just slipped, but tumbled, rolled, hit trees, broke branches on the way down. And I've had to catch myself. And I've been supported by people who love me that help me raise myself back up and get back on track and keep it pushing. That's love. And in my life, I'm grateful to be able to love and support others when they slip and fall because life happens. So where are you supporting people where you need to have conversations like, yo, what you doing? Or your supporting habits where you need to have conversations with yourself like, what you doing? I mean, we have all had moments where we have really been like, what the hell are we doing right now? We know better than this. We know better than this. This ain't us. And it takes some time for us to really get back on track, but we do it. And then there are times where we just really wallow and that's not good, that's not healthy. Where we have slipped and we get on ourselves so bad with guilt and shame and we tear down, not just what we've built up, but we tear ourselves down even further. And it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary because Where's the growth in that? Where's the growth in beating yourself up? Where's the growth in tearing yourself down? Where's the growth in allowing others to rip you to shreds because you made a mistake or because you slid or because you fell into an old pattern? Acknowledge, okay, I fucked up. I did that. And then keep it pushing. Like, you're not defined by how many times you slip and fall. You're not defined how how many times you fuck up. It's when you get up. It's when you say, yup, damn. I let your back. I trusted them again. I accepted this again. I move left when I should have moved right. I see that now. The biggest part is seeing it. The biggest part is seeing where you slipped. The biggest part is seeing where you fell back into those old patterns. And now it's, what next? You just going to sit here and tear yourself up? Or you going to move different? You going to go back to the drawing board? You going to figure out what you need to be doing to get back to where you were or move better? And you go, I mean, now is the time to move. That's, that's when you have to make that statement to yourself. Like, I fucked up. And that's okay. What did I learn from it this time? 
What is this teaching me? Where did I miss the red flag? Where did I miss the moment that that shift could have happened? Where I could have went left, but I moved right. Go back to that moment. See it, feel it, and then keep it pushing. Move accordingly. Dust yourself off and keep it pushing. With new knowledge now, with new experience now. And move forward. Have that conversation. Shed that light. Be that support for some people. And make statements for others. And move accordingly. I have noticed that in my life, when I've looked up to other people and I've projected onto them, like, yo, I really, like, I'm amazed at your growth. You know, I'm amazed at your your life, your story, your journey, because I see parallels in mine. And then when something happens or they slip and fall, it hits. It hits hard because I'm like, yo, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you doing? But I have to remember this is their journey. This is their life. And I cannot invest more into them than I do to myself. And I think sometimes we get down harder on other people because we see the parallels in our lives. And we expect more for them because we expect more for ourselves. It hurts us and we because we're so invested. And we get down like, yo, how the fuck could they fuck up? Or how the fuck could they move this way? Or what the hell was they thinking? Because we've done it too. Because we've been there too. And we expect more for them when really we've done it too. So how can we expect them never to slip, never to fall when we've done it too? They're learning too. And we cannot really know all of their journey because we haven't been through everything that they've been through. We just see the similars. We just see the parallels. So how can we get down on them harder than we get down on ourselves? And why are we doing that in the first place? Like they fucked up the same way we fucked up. Okay. Does that mean that they There's no redemption for them. Because if there's no redemption for them, then there's no redemption for ourselves. And sometimes that's true. Sometimes there is no redemption. Sometimes people fuck up so heinously that they need to be cut off. We need to just draw that line in the sand. I impart on my littles that They can lead by example or they can lead by cautionary tale, meaning their choices can show someone, yo, this is how you can move and this is growth and this is positive. Or they can be that cautionary tale like this is what you don't do. This is how you don't move. They can go through things and be a cautionary tale. They can go through things and be an example. How do they choose to move? There are some people and some places and some habits and some experiences that are cautionary tales of what not to do. And that's okay because we don't got to go through it because we see what's happened when someone else has gone through it. And we are able to be like, you know what? That's not for me. You know what? I'm not going back to this place. You know what? I'm not moving like that. 
because of someone else's choices. And that's okay. So when we mess up, when we slip, we can use this as an opportunity for growth. And we can continue to move forward. Or we can wallow and be a cautionary tale of destruction. It's all in our choices. I personally choose to move by example. And you know what? In all honesty, for some people, I'm a cautionary tale. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Because that means they won't have to feel the hurt, the pain, and go through some of the things that I went through because they can see my moves. And they don't want to deal with that for themselves. But that's when conversations are had. Or that's when people make statements and they choose not to continue on the journey with me. And that's fine. For some, some of the moves that I made are cautionary tales. And that's okay. It's okay because I am good with that. With the fact that my life is my own. I'm living this. This is my journey. And that theirs is their own, and this is their journey. I stopped investing more in others' journey than I invest in myself. I stopped feeling more about others' trials and others' missteps and others' accomplishments than I feel for my own. Because that's projecting. You can't live someone else's life for them. You can celebrate with them. You can see an example in them, but you can't live their life for them. Their choices are their own. And that's something that was big for me with the littles. I have to be okay with some of their choices being their own. That no matter how I want them to move, they're still going to move the way that they choose to move. And I have to be okay with that. I have to be okay with the consequences for some of their actions, them experiencing and understanding that I cannot take that for them. Just like their accolades and their accomplishments, I can't take those either. That they have their own lives and their own journey, and I need to respect that. I have to have, I've had to do that with others in my life as well. That their journeys are theirs, and Although I empathize and although I celebrate, I cannot feel more for their lives and be invested more in their lives than I am in my own. That's a boundary. So, I feel no guilt or shame in what I've lived through, what I've survived. Because it doesn't define me. And I don't let others assign guilt and shame to my mistakes to lord over me or to for me to lord over myself. Like, I am no longer tortured by my past because it ju- it's just that. It's a past. We all have a past. I choose to learn from mine. I choose to take the lessons from mine and move differently. And sometimes I get thrown curveballs, and that's okay. And not all the time I move how others want me to move. 
they might be like, well, yo, you really, that was, you fucked up. And I may see it differently. Or sometimes I, I do fuck up. But I choose not to dwell in that state. I choose not to dwell in that negative area. I choose to just see it as just what it was. It was a moment. It was a misstep. It was a mistake. And I move forward. I move forward with that knowledge. I move forward with that lesson. And I continue on because I'm still here. Each moment is a present. Each moment is a gift and a new experience that I'm going to relish in, that I'm going to embrace. Because I'm not imprisoned by my past. And yet I'm not going to rob my future by continuing to project into it. Like, I'm going to be happy and filled with joy now. I'm going to live now. I'm going to relax now. I'm not waiting for me to hit 10 figures. I'm not waiting for me to hit that next goal in order to experience joy. I'm living now. I'm accomplished now. I feel this joy now. I'm happy now. And some days I'm somber in that moment. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to stay there. I am present in the present, feeling, being, living. And that's a choice. So there are some conversations that we need to have and support others. And there are some conversations we need to have to maintain relationships. And then there are some statements that we need to make to ourselves and sometimes to others or sometimes with our actions. And we need to move accordingly. So what you going to do? Being present means addressing things presently. It means in the moment when you have the opportunity to move accordingly. This is the life we have. Live it. What are you going to do with your present, with your gift? If you messed up, are you going to continue to tear yourself down? Or are you going to just move forward? Are you just going to choose to take the lesson from it? And detach from the guilt and the shame. Put a smile on your face. Or just be. And just live. And just continue on. Or are you going to dwell in the darkness, in the pit of despair, in the shame. And continue to imprison yourself and chain yourself to mistakes. That are past. Yesterday is yesterday. Today and now is right now. People mess up. You mess up. It's a part of the journey. But at the center of it all is choice. What do you choose? Who are you? How are you moving? Those are the questions that I sit with, I move with, 
and I continue to grow in. Each moment is a present. What you going to do with it? This has been an amazing experience thus far, and I'm truly grateful. And it has taught me that your voice is powerful. For a long time, I just sat with my journey. And I would see others, and sometimes here and there I would share bits and pieces. But that was because I didn't want to really go back and relive it because I didn't want to feel it. And then I got to a point that I realized this could really be the difference for someone else. And I really had to ask myself, why don't I want to relive it? I know better now. I do better now. I've learned from it. So I made a choice. I made a choice to share my journey so that others can use it as an example or cautionary tale, however they choose, because that's their choice. You have a voice as well. What are you silent about that could be an example to someone or cautionary tale to another? If you've healed it, which means you're in the present, meaning it no longer lured you, you're no longer chained to that perception of the trauma because that doesn't define who you are. Why not speak on it? Why not share it? And that's not to boast it as a label of and to trauma bond. That's to start a conversation. That's to bridge that gap so that someone else can make a choice from your example or your cautionary tale. It's all about choices. And your voice is powerful. I mean, you survive for a reason. So what are you going to do? I mean, you made it through. Even when you slipped and fell, even when you stumble backwards, you're still here. So let's all learn and grow together. Let's start conversations to where so others can use those examples and make different choices or recognize the pattern of their choices. And continue to move forward and shift where they need to shift. Let's make statements and stop just destructive behavior. Stop destructive relationships. Stop, you know, self-abuse. Let's shift those habits and stop tearing down one another in ourselves. Let's stop investing more in others than we do in ourselves because we see a parallel and actually make statements with our actions and continue to grow. Let's change behaviors. The choice is yours. The question is, what are you going to do? 
like I said, this has been an amazing experience. And this is this season one finale. And I encourage you to tune in in two weeks for season two, where we dive deeper, where we go deeper. And as always, peace and love. And for those that return, I'll catch you in season two.